So, you know, those games people play where they say, you know, you got to take the street you grew up on and your first pet, and that's going to be your soap opera name or something like that. They were playing a game like that on a morning television show in Calgary, and they were trying to come up with people's elf names for Christmas. The problem is the person who was reporting in the field thought it was something else. We got Leslie's name too, did we not? Peaches Cookie Fingers. Peaches Cookie Finger, down in the parking lot. What? <laughs> your elf okay, name. what? <laughs> yeah, Is that my stripper name? <laughs> elf. Christmas elf. Oh! Christmas elf, <laughs> Christmas elf name. <laughs> Peaches Sticky Fingers? Cookie Fingers. <laughs> because Peaches Sticky Fingers is a better stripper name than elf name is what I'm thinking. <laughs> Everything is fine. Everything oh is God. fine here. It took them a good long time to recover. Times like that, just go to a commercial or quit talking. All right. Speaking of talking, uh, all the talkers have come to talk today on the show, and that includes the leader of the opposition, leader of the federal NDP. That would be Jugmeet Singh. Good morning, Jugmeet Singh. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so you said yesterday, in not categorical terms necessarily, but you are not entirely happy with the NDP's deal with the Liberals, and you might end up uh, terminating it. Is that just a lot of throat clearing, or are you serious? Well, what we made clear is that uh, we need to see action on the healthcare crisis. That that's been the focus, and we say right now we're we're fighting to get this government to respond to what is early signs of a serious crisis in our children's hospitals across Canada, with the Red Cross being called to the Ottawa Children's Hospital. And the Red Cross is called in disaster. And the fact that that's happening in Ottawa, the fact that there's a trailer set up in one of the children's hospitals in front of it in, in Alberta, because the overflow is so much that they had to put a trailer for the people so they're not standing inside in the cold. Children are now, uh, we've seen some deaths as, as a result of respiratory illnesses. So things are pretty serious. And this is just the beginning of the, of the respiratory illness season. So we are pushing the government to act. And we are saying that that's always a tool that we can reserve. And right now we are deeply concerned that the prime minister is missing in action when there's such a serious national crisis going on. Okay, well, what can the federal government do here? I mean, aside from handing over more money, because health is a provincial jurisdiction. It's a shared jurisdiction. And uh, a couple of things that we're pointing out. First of all, the prime minister made some promises in the last election, promises that, to, to fix health care. We're saying follow through on those promises. One of those was to help healthcare workers get paid uh, a good and decent salary. And a part of what the crisis is, a lot of healthcare workers, whether we're talking about personal support workers or nurses, are leaving the profession because of pay issues. And that would be one way to help retain healthcare workers. And it's a promise that the Liberal government made to make sure that the healthcare workers were paid appropriately. We're saying if you can make the promise in an election, now you have an opportunity to fulfill that promise. Let's get that done. Uh, also, there's ways to unlock the fact that there's many... There's thousands and thousands of Canadians, people with international training who are in our country who aren't working in their field because of some barrier. Let's fix those barriers. Some of those barriers are just immigration. There's immigration barriers for folks that are trained and qualified that aren't able to work because of uh, an immigration status question. Let's fix those problems and accelerate a pathway for healthcare workers to get qualified, get recognized, and get to work. Um, and, yeah. and there's other uh, steps that the federal government can take around um, lessening some of the, the pressures in our healthcare system. One of them is procuring more medicine. 
A lot of families are stressed out because they can't get over-the-counter medication, so they end up in an emergency room. Let's see better procurement of, of medication so that people who are stressed out with a young child, they can't you know, can't uh, control a temperature or, or a fever, have some over-the-counter medication that can they can help alleviate some of those symptoms. Uh, there's a lot that the federal government can do. And that also means sitting down and working with the provinces. Right. Uh, okay. But right well, now, I'm not seeing any action. Well, and that brings me to my next question for you, which is, where are you on what the provinces are asking for? I mean, they've given out hard figures. Are, are you in support of federal transfers? Uh, what is it, 35%, I think, is what they're asking for? Yeah, we've taken a position that that there is clearly uh, an imbalance with the federal government's uh, contribution, that it's been going down o- over decades with liberal and conservative governments who've been cutting healthcare spending. Harper made a massive cut. Trudeau kept the same cut, so he's not any better, really, when it comes to the sustainable funding. He maintained the same cuts of Harper. So these are serious problems, and it's been going on for decades. So the, the premiers are right to be asking for an increase in healthcare transfers. I do agree, though, that Canadians want to know where the money is going. So yeah. having some clear conditions to know, hey, the money is going to be spent on healthcare, it's going to be spent on reducing the wait times. That's all very reasonable. Canadians expect that money being spent should show uh, outcomes that are actually better, should actually show improvement, and should be accountable. Let's see where the money is going. That's all reasonable. But none of this is reasonable to be fighting about accountability and to be fighting about strings attached or not when children are at risk of being uh, what seniors were in 2020 is what children are right now, early signs of in 2022, moving into 2023, with the really horrible state of affairs in children's hospitals. It's deeply concerning to me. Do you speak on a regular basis with the prime minister or with his office? Are there open lines of communication or do you have to make public statements in order to get his attention? We have, we have lines of communication uh, between our teams as a result of the agreement. It's given us more access than we would have had in the past. Uh, but I also ramp up pressure using public statements when I want to make it clear that something is a serious issue. And uh, we have scheduled meetings and sometimes additional meetings come up when, when matters are more concerning. And most recently, we were able to have a, a meeting given the, the pressure that I'm increasing around how serious things are in our healthcare system, how healthcare workers are burnt out, how kids are the ones that are now feeling the brunt of it and how parents are really worried if their kids are going to get sick, will there be health care for them? Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, sir. Jagmeet Singh is leader of the Federal New Democrats and leader of the opposition.